the city of town. An improvised D&D adventure. Hello! Hello! And welcome to City of Town! An improvised D&D adventure! adventure! You! have messed with the wrong bard for the wrong amount of times. A bard? I'm not afraid of no bard. You go sing your little song. <laughs> Death. Oh no, my eyes and ears are melting. Why didn't I properly fear bards? <laughs> that was a message from your local bards. Get fucked. The Bards Union. <laughs> the, the Bards Union is spoken, and they are displeased. We're going on strike, boys. Oh, yes. People aren't taking us Bards seriously enough. What's so? What's what's not serious enough about a xylophone? <laughs> Look, we are, we are, even all the Bards agree that xylophones aren't cool. Leroy, enough with... The xylophone. Yeah, any bard who uses the xylophone, you're out of the union. That's it. You're, it's you're done. done. That's it. Yep. No more. Yeah. Sayonara. You're making the rest of us look bad. <laughs> Quit it. We need Get rid to... of that little stick and the other stick <laughs> and the xylophone. Yeah. Also, don't xylophones sticks have little balls on them? They will. Little, little balls on the end. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like drumsticks. No. Mm-hmm. They're that's, not. Yeah, that's why they're stupid. I had to play. No, this doesn't matter. We can move on. I had to play a xylophone in a play once. Oh. I was terrible. <laughs> that was the point. But I was terrible. I play no musical instruments. I played guitar for a little bit in middle school. Wow. You must have been so sexy. It didn't get me any girls. Dang. Didn't work out well. But it did get you that dragon. It did get me that dragon. <laughs> yep, I definitely know what you're talking about. Of course. How you doing? How you doing, Casey? I'm good, man. How are you? You know what? I'm doing pretty darn well. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a good day. It's good to hear. You know what it's a good day for? What? An improvised Dungeons and Dragons adventure. Ooh, but Michael, first... What is an improvised Dungeons and Dragons adventure? You mean you don't know? Ah, uh, no, I'm unfamiliar with the term. Oh my gosh, let me let me educate you, please. An improvised Dungeons and Dragons adventure is just like a normal Dungeons and Dragons adventure, except for that we have no planning, no prep work, no character sheets. We don't look at the rule books, and we make up literally every single part of it on the spot. Whoa! Pretty wild, right? That's pretty insane. I know, right? It takes some really talented people to be able to do that. Of course, and you have to have at least some sort of guiding rail type things, anything at all that you utilize while on this adventure. Well, there are two tools that we utilize. Oh, right. There are a type, two types of dice. The two types of dice we use on City of Town are the D20 and the D6. Oh, that D20 and that D6. The two best friends of all the dice. Absolutely. They're homies. They lock it up. They go home. They're the great squeeze. The cat's pajamas. They're the rolling and cradles, around. The cradle's gravel. 
Cradle's Gravel. <laughs> the D20 is used for all skill checks, ability checks, and saving throws. Need to do a stealth check? Roll that D20. Need to do a swim check? Do that. Roll that D20. Need to roll damage? <laughs> roll, no, roll the D6. <laughs> the D6 we utilize for uh, damage rolls as well as anything else we come up with along the way. Always trying to think of new ways to use that D6. Absolutely. You'll know it when it comes up. You'll see it when it's there. You'll cradle my gravel. What? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's not important. My God. Moving on. We loosely follow the rules of D&D 5e, but we don't stress about it. We make up character traits. We make up race things. We make up <laughs> our time. Oh, no, there's a cliff. Stop, Michael. Press the brake. We make up backstories. Feats. That's what I was trying to think feats. of. I was trying to think of feats. You have two of them. And spells. Oh, that's the other thing that we make up things about. Yeah. Uh, but we do loosely follow the rules. We never look at the rule books. We don't stress about it. This is a place for D&D, improv, and fun. Dang and right. Infinite amounts of dragon slang. Woo, woo, woo! It's in the tagline, folks. With that, I think we're all ready to get going. Michael's going to be the DM today. I am that dungeon master. And I, Casey, am going to be your young player. The young player. Ooh, I'm so young. I'm so sprightly. <laughs> so spry and nimble. <laughs> and spry. <laughs> and, and sprightly. <laughs> yeah. mm, doesn't that make you want some sprite? No. <laughs> There's never been a hankering for Sprite in my life. Really? We're not we're not sponsored by Sprite. But why don't you like you don't like Sprite? I don't hate Sprite. It's I a just lemon lime carbonated it. beverage. Michael, you know this about me. I neither enjoy lemon or lime beverages. I, I honestly tolerate them. Didn't know that about you. That's why I never have your lemon or lime LaCroix. I just thought you didn't think they were flavorful enough. I didn't know that you had a thing against lemon or lime beverages. I just, they're not, they're not what I want. Oh. I'm not, I don't like sour stuff. I love lemon and lime. Those I... are two of my favorite flavors. Okay. Whatever, man. <laughs> Life's crazy. Life's crazy. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this adventure sponsored by Sprite. Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get a letter from the Sprite Union. Dear whoever finds this letter, we are sick of you putting down a lemony lime sprite. Carbonated beverages. <laughs> we are the carbonatedest of reverend beverages. Carbonation rises, and we expect you to rise your opinion of us up to the level that it deserves to be at, which is very high. We will have you know that we will cradle your gravel <laughs> if you <laughs> make another grave error like the think, one pronounced. It makes me think that you're like covering a corpse in gravy inside of its inside of its grave. <laughs> I'm holding, I'm in a bathtub of gravy and I'm holding a corpse. Okay, we're moving on. Moving on. Let's get this adventure started. <laughs> Let's do it. Michael, get us on the move. Our adventure begins. As all great adventures do, with you in an outhouse. Mm-hmm. What are you doing in this outhouse? Whew. It's hot in here. It is. It is midsummer, and the, it is midday as well. So the, it is the hottest part of the day, and this outhouse is not shaded in any way. So the sun is beating down on it, and it is hot in here, and it does not smell good. Nope. 
And I've been in here for a short time. I saw the bandits coming over the hill, so I made a quick break to the outhouse mm-hmm. as uh, I'm nervous because- And you, you know, hear them outside. Right. Ho- hooting and hollering. Yep. Whoop, woohoo, what? Woohoo! Yep. My... Bunch, of, bunch of really, like, sketchy, dangerous-looking gnomes. <laughs> and my pa and my uh, two brothers are inside the house, I know. Oh, uh, no. It's not it's not good, but I'm yeah. listening. I'm listening to see what I can hear. Well, you hear the gnomes hooting and hollering as they as they come down the hill. Of course, they're uh, a noisy bunch of gnomes. Yeah, you also hear uh, their mounts, which they're actually riding on uh, big, giant mastiffs, the type of dog. Oh, okay. Uh, you hear the mounts, like, as they are bounding down the hill and they're about to you think they're probably going to pass your outhouse in like a second or two are you going to do anything or just let them run past towards the house because like the house is you're like between the house and the bandits uh, oh I'm between that so I if I make a break for it I might be able to get you to could, the house you could possibly get to the house before the bandits do you would be a few seconds ahead of them you think okay uh, perfect. So I'm gonna swing. I'm gonna <laughs> kick the door open, and <laughs> I I'm gonna be like, "Now you get out of here! You hear me? <laughs> I don't want no gnomes coming in here trying to steal our stuff." All right. So, so can you quickly describe what you look like? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm a half orc. <laughs> okay, that's this is important because this is gonna factor yeah. into your intimidation check. I'm a half orc gunslinger. Uh, oh ho ho <laughs> ho ho ho! Uh, I am, uh, yeah, I'm probably I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest in the bunch, um, uh-huh. and I'm also the only woman of the orcs. Okay, uh, the half orcs in my in my little family. Unlike uh, unlike orcs, we actually have settled in this little nomad land and have built up this house ourselves. Nice. The four of us. Um, and so. Yeah, that's that's me. I'm I'm kind of bulky. I've okay. definitely bulked up since since stopping uh, moving around so much. Okay, uh, working work on the farm every day. Mm-hmm. How, what are you dressed like? Uh, I'm dressed like a classic cow cowgirl. Okay, uh, nice. I like it. Yeah, I've got on leather chaps and all that. Yep, exactly. I actually was uh, riding a horse earlier today, Ooh. so. Shortly before, I, I kind of heard the Mastiffs coming, and now I'm running over. All right, so first let's do a strength check to see how cool it is as you kick this door open. Uh, That's a, you know, I never make my characters, like, powerful. They're always average. They're always you. average. I am going to say that that's a, it was a 12. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that that's a plus five. Oh, you got some strength. Yeah, I'm a seven. That's seventeen. Yeah, you kick this door off its hinges. Uh huh. And it it literally like just and like falls down and smashes into the ground with a big cloud of dust. You come out. You yell the thing that you said you yelled. Yep. You want to yell it again? Because I forgot what you said. Yeah, I'll yell yell word for word. <laughs> Now you turn right back round now. I don't want to see any gnomes over here. Uh, Bandits trying to steal our stuff. All right, go ahead and do that intimidation check. You get to have advantage on it because you killed it with that, uh, kicking the door down. That was pretty surprising. Oh, that's an 18 to start. Ooh. 
Yeah, that's an 18. All right, plus anything? Uh, is that a charisma check or that's is a, that? That's a charisma check. Okay, yeah, that's that's just an 18. All right, so you roll an 18. All the mastiffs and the gnomes on top of them, there's about eight. Uh, all of them dress like cowboys, leather saddles on their mastiffs, little tiny guns on their hips. <laughs> as they all rear their mastiffs back, pulling on their reins as they... Glide like the, as the, all the mastiffs dig their paws into the dirt, trying to stop sliding towards you. They're about fifteen feet away from you. The lead gnome up front looks up at you and she says, "Who are you and why are you here?" And I, I've got my hands on both of my my two pistols. And she's and she's got her hand on her one pistol, her one little pistol. And as I talk, I'm going to slowly keep making my way back towards the house. But I'm I'm eyes locked on them as I'm slowly walking backwards. And I'm gonna say This our this is our property. Been here for a little while now. We just wanna find our own place in this mad world. What are you doing here? We're here to tell you guys to get out of here. This is our territory and you don't have no right to set up shop here. Ha <laughs> ha I checked with the local law of the land. Said nobody's been occupying this here space. I'm the real law of the land around here. The sheriff's got nothing to do with anything. Hmm, maybe I'll ask him about that when I see him at Crap Snacks Thursday. You probably won't see him. As a kind of we killed him. I really like that man. He was nice. He's five feet under now. He messed with the wrong people, which was us. Should have buried him six. You see, my brother's a cleric. Brought him back. He's inside. <laughs> and then eyes widen. She looks at the, the other gnomes. We're all very. You did what now? <laughs> Excuse me? Brought back from the dead. Heard you'd been around here killing off all the local law. I didn't like that sound, neither did my pops, neither did my two brothers, as a matter of fact. <laughs> you should know not to mess with us half-orcs. We're bound to surprise. You're messing with the power dynamic around here. If we can't kill off law enforcement, then how are we supposed to maintain order and keep, a, keep our edges as highway people? Highway gnomes. Now look, I will acknowledge... We should have checked whether or not you all would have a problem with us staying here, but... And we do, unless you pay us a handsome fee. Now, that's gonna be a problem. And why is that? Because <laughs> we don't believe in paying for what's ours. Well, then we're gonna have ourselves a little bit of an issue. Are we? Now... You don't seem to want to play the way that we play around here. I never was one for someone else's rule. You're just rolling the town and shaking up power dynamics and revivifying uh, <laughs> sheriffs. sheriffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And refusing to pay fees that are owed to us highway gnomes. Oh, I'm sick of you chapping. And I'm gonna shoot Ooh. from the hip. Go ahead See, and... I have a little feat that's Gunslinger surprise, and uh, if I get the first shot off in a in a confrontation, I get advantage. On the Go first ahead hit. and roll. Oh 
baby. What'd you roll? That's a 19 to start. Ooh, That's okay. only my first roll. All right, it was a 19. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you but successfully. That, that's all, So that's a 23. So you successfully hit with a 23. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Oh, baby, that's a six. All right, you you whip your gun up. Shooting from the hip. I oh, didn't even shoot, whip it up. You shoot from the hip. <laughs> the bullet flies through the air, hits the gnome directly in her chest. She flies backwards off of her mastiff, landing in the dirt with a thud and actually skidding back like six feet as all of her compatriots watch as she just skids past them. And then their eyes all whip right back to you. And by this point, I've already clicked my guns back and says, next one draws. <laughs> you better be ready to meet your maker. As my brother's not bound to pick you back up. <laughs> as the highway gnome who you shot groggily sits up off of the dirt, a giant hole in her clothes, and you can see some sort of strange black armor underneath it that appears to have been like kind of torn asunder by your bullet. Yeah. But she's not dead. Uh, as she sits back up and goes, everybody, everybody, keep your cool. Keep your cool. <laughs> we don't want no trouble. <laughs> oh, really? You, it's, cl it's clear you know how to use an, how to use an iron. Well, all right, let's simmer down. Now, how can we meet ourselves a, a kind sort of accord? Seeing as you're so good with a, with a piece, I think that we can come to an agreement that you pay half your fee to use this land. Well, how about this? I have been growing a little bored as of late, just slumming around the house. I've been needing to quick up some action. How about I work for you? A little bit of a hired hand, a uh, pistol Pete, if you will. I'll we, help you out, and I take a bit of the earnings. We ain't never hired a, a big person before. We've what? had goblins and halflings on the team, but it's kind of strange to have a six-foot-two highway gnome. I assure you, big Big people die quick when they're messing with somebody their own height. All right. How about this? Mm-hmm. We will allow you to join our team of highway gnomes. All right. But you've got to give up the sheriff. And your cleric brother's got to agree to never upset the power dynamic around here by revivifying anybody ever again. Well, shit, deal, because that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Sheriff, <laughs> we can't bring him back. My brother's a freaking fallen paladin. He ain't doing no type of saving. He's doing types of killing. You lied to us? <laughs> Dang right. From oh. bandit to bandit, you believe me, hook, line, and sinker. That was a pretty good lie. Thanks. How's about you bring, you bring us inside, we toast with some whiskey, and make this whole arrangement official? All right, but... Not all you can come in. Too many of you, too few of us. Just me. My highway gnome compatriots will stay outside. Well, all right. Sounds like you got yourself a deal. And she walks forward. Her clothes are still... That bullet is large. 
compared yeah. to her. Yeah. Like her, her, the bullets for her gun are like one tenth the size of the bullets for your gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can tell as she gets closer to you that she was basically wearing a bulletproof vest underneath her underneath her clothes. But now there's a giant fucking hole in the middle of it where it's been destroyed by your bullet. Right. Uh, she walks forward, uh, kind of motions towards the house like, are we going to go inside? Certainly. And my pop has a bit of a way of fixing things. Maybe can look at that for you. And I'd be mighty kind of you. This, uh, this armor costs an arm and a leg, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, I know. As I kind of take down my hat, I fan myself a little bit. And like brush off uh, some of the some of like the dirt and stuff on me, and I put it back on and head inside. It's rare for somebody with your talents to be in this neck of the woods. What oh. you doing around here? Be honest, <laughs> I don't like much the law, man. Either they've been creating problems for us out south. Well, you immediately showed up and and affiliated yourself with the law, man, when you. Talked to the sheriff and got permission to stay here. Yeah. Uh, why would you walk into town and not go find the proper authorities, such as myself? I'm telling you, it's a unseemly sight for us breakers of the law. We don't have much more time on our side. Things are being swept away, if you know what I mean. Maybe I'm- where you're from, but here I've got a firm grasp of the law. Firm grasp of my industry of robbery and treachery and theft. <laughs> I mean, no offense. Leave your boots by the door. I'd never take off my boots. Leave your boots by the door if you know what's good for you. And she kind of looks at you and puts her hand on her hip. Oh, I won't be doing the shooting. I assure you of that as I take off my boots. Uh, go ahead and do an intimidation check. Okay. Oh, man, I'm rolling high. That was an 18. I was actually kind of hoping that I wouldn't succeed. She loosens her grip on the pistol, and she nods, and she takes off her boots. And you can see her feet are, like, covered in blisters and rubbed raw. Like, this is a a woman who has, like, been on the road a very long time and has seen very little comfort. Mm. Now, that's when I wish that I had a cleric. (laughs) Oh, man, that looks terrible. You're telling me it's the consequences of wearing boots that are two sizes too big. Uh, Makes sense to me. Dragons are a-howling. I killed the bootmaker three years ago, and ever since then, it's been hard to get a good pair of boots. He didn't pay his fee, just like you have it. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) You want to come in? Just just warning you. Telling you what happens. (laughs) We gave him a few chances. It wasn't like we killed him right away, but we did kill him slow like. <laughs> we buried him in the same spot we buried the sheriff. You're funny. I like that about you. Wow, well, what do you want to drink? You call me a comedian? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to drink? No bard. Bards suck. <laughs> you think I'm playing a xylophone? No, I'm playing a six shooter. Whiskey, of course. As I'll take down two shot glasses, uh, fill them up to the brim, kind of toss one over to her, and then I toss the other one to another figure who's down there, grabs it. Oh, who's who that? <laughs> oh, that's my pa. He's quick, like, kind of roguish in his qualities as I fill up a third glass. Do you want to play your family, or do you want me to play your family? Um... I'll, I'll play him. I actually okay. do kind of do. You can play your family. All right. <laughs> well, here, I'll play the dad. Um, no, play your whole family. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, howdy. 
And she's actually do a stealth check. Oh, come on, man. You're going to ruin the cool moment? No, 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 no. I'm not going to ruin the cool moment. All right, it was a seven. Uh, Well, okay, plus, no, he's really good at this. That's got to be a plus 10 or something. Yeah. I'm playing high characters Plus here. 10? Yeah, he, I mean, he, I guess, yeah. he's a okay. seasoned no, no, no. You're right. rogue. You're right, you're right. Plus, 10, plus 10's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. So 17. Yeah, she's startled. She's like, ah! and a little bit of her whiskey like sloshes out of the glass. She did not hear this guy at all. And, now where did you come from? And by this point, he's already had the shot. And as my other, uh, as my main character throws in the other glass, he takes the second one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just coming in off the breeze. Good to see you. You're, you're Laszlo Windwalker, ain't you? Uh, I've heard tell about you. Good. Then you know that all those little threats you were throwing my daughter's way. They're not going to do if you want to keep living. He takes the next drink. Now, many people have tried to threaten me in much the same way you guys have. None of them are alive anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh as all of a sudden you kind of hear like a clomping down the stairs <laughs> that are behind the gnome uh, as like, a giant freaking half orc sticks his head down and is like, oh, no. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> <sighs> Who are you, Biggin? I'd like to introduce you to my, my brother. This is Eeyore Windwalker. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Doesn't look like he does much walking on wind. <laughs> As, more like he's more like wind crusher <laughs> he, he pretty much is <laughs> it's freaking huge uh i'm gonna say that he's like seven eight and is like near a thousand pounds fuck <laughs> thousand pounds yeah. seven foot eight yeah oh basically like a lot larger than this now there's definitely claims that he has giant's blood in him mm -hmm. uh though pa's always a little bit Mum's the word about origins and whatnot. <laughs> you all, you both got different different mothers. <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> he seems a little taken aback <laughs> at no. the presumptuous nature of that sentence. No reason, I suppose. <laughs> uh, and as she sits down and she puts her her feet up on uh, on your table, she does not seem intimidated by by your guys' show of force. Okay. Uh, uh, ooh, um. And then she takes her whiskey. She gives a little cheers to all th each of you individually and tosses it back. And so Isla, who is my main character, mm -hmm. uh, tosses back her shot. Pa takes his back. Uh, and then, uh, Isla throws the bottle over to Eeyore. Who <laughs> bites off the top with his bites teeth. Bites the glass off. <laughs> yeah. And then chugs back the whole <laughs> bottle. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So uh, let's get talking to business about how you're going to join the highway gnomes and be a part of my organization. Certainly. What do you have in mind? Well, we'll start you off at, a, at the beginner's rate of 5% of the highest. Oh, 5%? Loot. Come on. Hey, you We've know been what? working you're for a... much more in our time. Hey, darling. You're a, you're a beginner here. You got to work your way up in the organization. 
That's what I was. Someday you'll get up to the nice old rap thing of 12%. That's what I'm always telling her, but I was of a different kind. She uh takes what's hers when it's hers. If that's the way you want to play things, you're going to have to go find a new place because that's not going to, that's not going <laughs> to, that cow don't sit around here. <laughs> what's that phrase? Oh, what's that phrase? I don't know which one you're talking about. Oh, that's gonna it has to do with the cow. So much. That dog don't hunt. That's what it is. That dog don't hunt. <laughs> All right, fine. Five dog, five percent. And you're gonna have to follow my orders. You're the bottom man on the totem pole here. Well, let's get talking brass tacks. What kind of highway? Fixings are we looking at? Highway nomery. <laughs> <laughs> Highway nomery are we, we looking at? We specialize in carriage heists and picking off lone travelers. There's a, there's a shipment of gold coins coming to the local bank in the next week. Gold coins? Ooh, I love eating some gold. Biggin shouldn't come. <laughs> There's nowhere on the trail for him to hide. He's yeah. way too obvious. Yeah, sorry, you're... Oh, you're more of a going guns a-blazing from the start type fallen paladin. <laughs> He's the fallen paladin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. If there's anyone here you should be scared of, it's him. <laughs> yeah. Look, if we're going to rob an actual bank and we need someone to rip the vault out of the wall, I'll call Eeyore? Yeah. I'll call Eeyore. Oh, but okay. We're just robbing a carriage. We don't need Biggin. Uh-uh. And Eeyore kind of slumps back upstairs. Sorry about that, big guy. Oh, he'll live for now. <laughs> just kidding. I would never hurt you, my family. Did you just make a joke about murdering your brother? <laughs> She's got a sick sense of humor, something you're going to have to learn to tail the tail between. <laughs> you guys seem like a really terrible family, to be honest. <laughs> hey. Well? Because my crew, we're a family. Oh. We're a work family. <laughs> tell, tell me more about this. Brave way of doing your business. Yeah, you know, men, most crews, they, they have only a professional relationship. You know, they do the work, they get paid. Yeah. Our crew, we're more dedicated than that to each other. We go the extra mile. We don't worry about things like bonuses or overtime. We just, <laughs> we're just a family of people robbing money together and splitting it up with me getting the biggest share. You could call me the matriarch. Sounds healthy. Sounds real healthy. It's very healthy. My people love it. Well, all They're right. my family, and I'd do anything for them. And if you want to be part of my family, you're going to have to shape up. You're going to have to take me seriously, and you're going to have to listen to my every word. Because I'm not going to mess around, and I'm not going to put up with any sort of shenanigans from you. And you see uh, Isla kind of like, Stretching out like, oh, this doesn't fit right. But, well. Your attitude's really concerning me here. I am You don't so, seem to like my terms. I'm just so dreadfully bored being out here. See, it wasn't necessarily my desire to 
move it up north. Find somewhere where uh, we fit in a little bit better. But hey, here we are. Well, why don't you go farther north? Get out of my territory. Farther north? I hate the cold. Yeah, It'd but... It'd be so sad to sit in a barren wasteland with no travelers to pick off of. Yeah, but they got this thing, this sport up north. You can strap sticks to your feet and slide down a snowy mountain. I heard about that. Impressive stuff happening up north. Mm-hmm. Mighty fine. I even heard that they had this elixir. It was real, like, sticky-like and and thick. Came off of the trees or something crazy like that. Huh. Yeah, well, apparently one taste of that, and you ain't never seen nothing sweeter. Wow, that sounds like something I'd really like to put on my, my bread in the morning for my breakfast. <laughs> That's crazy talk. Uh-uh. I know that. It's poached ham sometimes, for me. Sometimes I get ideas like that. That's all right. Just don't bring them around here. We old-fashioned <laughs> Look, we're going to go. Are you going to join the highway I'm gnomes so and come rob me or what? Can we please do something you, other than this jibber-jabbing? You keep saying that you're bored, but you're the one keeping us here talking. No. No way. You're all scared that I'm going to betray you or something. Look, you, my word. You've made it. You've been very cagey this entire time. My word is bombed. Just because I've got the odd turn of phrase doesn't mean that you're going to have the odd turn of life. I'm so proud of that. Michael, I am so proud of that. That was pretty good. Thank you. That was you. pretty darn good. Thank you, everyone at home, for applauding. I can hear it. All right. So the We go somewhere, please. The gnome highway. Let's leave. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you guys, she jumps up on the table. You guys shake hands. Everything's great. Great. Go we outside. work it out. She feels pretty confident I'm not going to betray her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. As confident as anybody can be. <laughs> when dealing with someone who seems like a psychopath. <laughs> as, uh, yeah, you know what? You guys, you guys start planning the heist for next week. Right. Yeah. So, so tell me more about this big get. So she explains to you her name, by the way, is uh, uh, Dorks. Dorks? <laughs> her name is Dorks. Fantastic. Dorks the Highway Gnome. Fantastic. Yeah, she's great. Uh, so Dorks explains to you that the local bank in town every two months gets a shipment of coins that come in mm-hmm. from, a hi- from a highly guarded uh, carriage that's going to pass through a, va- a canyon and then a valley, and then just a completely, like, flat plain before it reaches the town. And they can choose between any of those three to, uh, to like, do the heist at. There's going to be about six guards guarding the thing, each of them armed with rifles. Well, how thin is this, uh, this canyon? Uh, the canyon's pretty thin. It's only about 12 feet wide. Uh, so they'll be having to go a little bit uh, single file. Oh, they absolutely will have to go single file, and we'll be able. To, we could we could actually shoot at them from the top of the canyon, That's but it. there's no place to hide inside the canyon. There's very few rocks. It's very. It's everything's very visible down there. Best cool. best possible thing is probably to dig holes and then cover the holes in tarps and put dirt over the top of that so they can't see that we're hiding in the ground. Well, it seems to me that they got to cover quite a bit of ground. That's interesting to me. How big is your crew? How uh, big is your crew is what I are said. You trying to, you trying to make a joke about gnomes being short? 
Oh, my. All right, if we're going to take offense to every little thing, this is going to go slowly. There's no. eight of us in our crew. All right, eight. So here, here's an idea I, I'd like to float. Go ahead and float it. All right. Flowing right downstream. I like that. There's very little water around here. As I was saying, there we got this big canyon. Then we got a valley. Then it goes into flatlands, all mm-hmm. before they make it to the city. Mm-hmm. Ain't no rest More stops. More of a town. Absolutely. As you will. There ain't no rest stops nearby. <laughs> Local authorities are going to be uh, waiting, waiting in the city so that they, uh, you know, waiting for, for them to show up. So here's what I'm thinking. Knock off the first bit of guards at the canyon. Mm-hmm. At the valley, we'll have a few more guns wait and take out the front. Then anybody left has to make it through the flatlands. That's when we rope them down, take what saws in. Get to God. So you proposition that we split the crew up. That's what I'm saying. That's not a half bad plan. Not something they've ever tried before. Cover our bases and make them work harder for it. Where would we be? I think we oversee the whole operation. We'll be up top during the canyons. Then we'll follow them along. So for what I'm thinking at the canyons is we use some explosives, make some rocks fall on the latter half of the group, block off their path so they can't turn heel. Dynamo is an explosives expert, and you look over to Dynamo, who's this older uh, gnome gentleman who is just has, like, bandoliers of dynamite on him, basically. Hell yeah. With just, like, fuses sticking off of them, and, like, he just has this giant fucking grin on his face the second that you see that you mention explosives. That's hilarious. Like, Dynamo go boom? Soon enough. Ooh, Dynamo go boom! All right, next stage of the plan is Valley. Now, we've already cut Dynamo off- go boom? Earlier. In the in, valley? Nope. In the in the canyon. Why not both? There's no- We don't- We don't know, because we don't want to- st- Dynamo, you need to calm down. <laughs> 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 go wait outside with the with the mastiffs. Go feed them some water. <laughs> Dynamo want to go boom. And he kind of like <laughs> gobbles out of there and goes outside. I appreciate it. Uh, So then- in the valley, we'll have a couple people digging those holes who can shoot off at the front, then see shelter as the rest of the carriage. At that point, naturally, they're going to think that they need to get to land and to the town. Well, that's a mistake as the people in the back are going to follow. And then we'll have a couple people waiting up front with a little bit of a barricade to swoop them in. Uh, curtailing them into that final little uh, grouping. We'll Classic surround them. Classic highway gnome bar- uh, barricade. Absolutely. <laughs> I thought you guys might have a little idea for that. I like this plan. This plan, this plan, this dog does hunt. I appreciate it. All right, well, I think we got to get to get work. Let's do it. And she reaches out her hand for a handshake. Bam, my and hand's right there. as you right guys there. shake hands, all of a sudden you're <laughs> from outside. And Dynamo sticks his head in and goes, Dynamo, go boom! <laughs> Hopefully there was a Mastiff in that, in that part of the town. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so you guys, so what do you have to do to prepare for your part of the plan? Well, so like I said, I think that we're kind of watching the whole thing mm-hmm. um, to make sure that things are going off without You're a supervising, hitch. okay. Yeah, so- And meanwhile, the eight, there's eight gnomes then to- uh, 
like spread out amongst the route. Yeah. So probably two in the beginning with you guys. Yeah. Right. Uh, and yeah, exactly. And then two in the valley that you guys will catch up with. Mm-hmm. And then four at that barricade. Perfect. Yep. And and Dynamo is going to be in the in the, in the uh, canyon. canyon. Yep. Ready to blow blow up part of the canyon so that the rocks come in and ca- uh, cave them off. All right. Where you want Dynamo to go? Boom. In the canyon. Bella, I'm, we're in the canyon. That point to me where you want the, the boom to go. Well, and I'm going to look around, see if there's any big boulders along the canyons that might be... Are you trying to create like a landslide? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, you could absolutely create a landslide. Cool. So, well, right there and there, and I kind of point to the different areas where it's going to be best to put the explosives to create the landslide. All right. Dynamo takes out some little uh, pickaxes that he's got. And he like uses the pickaxes to climb up the side of the fucking canyon wall. So dope. And place uh, sticks of dynamite and like lay fuses the entire way up. Heck yeah. And then wherever you guys are hiding, he's gonna he's gonna bring an entire like roll of fuse with him that goes into like that classic little box with the plunger on top of it. Mm-hmm. So then he can go boom. <laughs> Perfect. And I think we'd set him up a little bit of a like a bit of rock around him and everything to hide him. Mm-hmm. But get, still giving him advantage of. Now, Dynamo, here's the important part, is you need to make sure that the uh, the cart that has all of the gold makes it through the canyon. And then, as soon as they do, you press that explosive and you create the landslide. Dorks is going to let you know. She's going to go, uh, it's probably better if you just tell Dynamo when to go ahead and go boom, because otherwise Dynamo's going to go boom when Dynamo wants to go boom. All right, well, when you see the wave of my hat, you know it's time to go boom. Wave of wave of hat, go boom. Got it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, cool. <clears throat> awesome. And then now we're gonna. How are you setting up the gnomes in the valley? So we would be digging some little trenches mm-hmm. with putting brush over it so that they're hidden. Uh, and then with them, it'd be like. Are you gonna use the two gnomes in the party who are basically snipers? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, sh- no. You could put the two snipers that can like shoot from cover. And then they could, like, pick off guards as, as they ride through this valley. Oh, okay, sure. So then we would set them a little bit further back mm-hmm. so that they guards couldn't to return fire. Okay. So, and I'd explain to them, well, now here's the thing. You want to be taking off, oh, you want to be killing the people in the front of the line. So as soon as you get eye contact on them, you shoot as far back as you can towards the canyon because they're all going to be running this way because they got to get to town. So you want to take them off one by one towards the front, work your way back. If you don't get all of them, that's all right, because that's why we're setting up that barricade. All right. As soon as we see their faces, we'll shoot them off. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> and remember, do not be a hero. No reason. No reason at all. You need to retreat. You do it before you need to. Absolutely. Remember, this is a family around here. We're a family establishment. We are a family establishment. I'm we glad bo- that you understand that. Absolutely. And Dorks is looking at you like, yeah, you know what? You're really fitting into the culture. Dang right. And then how are you guys doing this barricade? Yeah, let's figure it out. Uh, it's an open land, so we would need to direct them. Mm-hmm. So every all the gnomes would want to have their mastiffs nearby so that they basically what we want to do is we want to force them towards the barricade Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be that the barricade is openly visible 
So it should be a bit of land that's kind of been dug up to create a trench that's then covered over, similar to the snipers. Okay, so you're not going to do something that like they can't jump over. You just basically want to have a trench in the ground that you all, you all can shoot from. No, no, no. I want to drive them into this trench. Oh, so, that, so you create so like a they moat. Don't, they don't see it. <laughs> so like a punji pit? Yeah. So they're just going to fall straight in. I'm guessing, unfortunately, some horses are going to die. Uh, oh, yeah. Who cares if, if sentient beings die? But horses, that's the tragedy. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Welcome to Casey's mind. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but, yeah, so creating this pit that they that they shouldn't be able to see. How are you going to cover it with something? What are you doing? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think we cover it with a bit of brush and everything. Brush, they're going to be able to, they're going to want to run through. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be an issue. And then again, we'll we'll have the mastiffs and then my stallion with me on top, basically on both sides of them, creating a funnel towards this this hole. So they run straight into the hole, crash, and then we get to take the loot. Nice. You sending up spikes or anything at the bottom of it, or are they just gonna fall into the hole and you're gonna shoot them? Um, man, yeah, we would set up some spikes just because otherwise it's too cruel. Okay, too cruel. Let him, let him die a quick death. I hate the suffering part. All right. So you set up some spikes. It's basically a little punji pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta, you, you're going to have to be careful that no one else falls in this pit until they get here. Uh, how often is this street uh, frequented? It's, a, it's like the major road in and out of town, so it's not constant or nothing, but, you know, there are people who come through here. Well, what? now wait a second. We don't need to put it on the road. Let's put it off to the side a little bit. We're just directing where they're going. <laughs> and that's when all the gnomes who have been digging for like three hours look up. You're like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. You know, we're a family here. This is a family, a band of group of brothers of... You're my family. You know, I'd never do you wrong, but yeah, we need to move this pit. A little over. <laughs> As they all grumble and start filling the pit back in. And I, I really look at them and I say, hey, you're my family. That's why I get to ask you to do this. Family. Organizations. Family. <laughs> That's what they are. That's the buzzword of this group. <laughs> so you build your punji pit off to the side. How are you going to make sure that they that they go into it? Uh, w- again, we'll be riding on the sides of them, and you're gonna... directing them. Cool. Yeah. So we'll be cutting them off. We'll making it. We'll be making them swerve, funneling them towards the pit. All right. So you set up everything. Anything else that needs to get done? No, I don't think so. All right. I think that's gonna cover our bases. Just again for everybody at home, at the uh, uh, whatever it's called, the canyon. Canyon. At dynamo the canyon, go boom. We're gonna dynamo go boom blow up the back half of the group, keep the gold cart moving forward. At the uh, valley, we're going to have snipers trained to shoot out the front of the group, getting rid of any other guards. And then we're going to funnel the cart towards the uh, pit. Kill them there. Hell yeah. Take all the gold and then, well, hide and dodge. All right. Sounds like a good plan. That night you guys are hanging around your campsite. Chilling out. Is your father with you guys? No, he doesn't come out of the house much. Mm, makes sense. 
sticks around nowadays. I, I try to get them out as much as possible, but... I understand my, my uncle's a homebody, too. This life just takes the soul out of a person. It does, it does. I understand. Anyways, uh... You know, I want to I wanna thank you for letting me come along on this. I mean, I say that I'm bored, but mostly I just hanker and wish for the old days. I understand. Makes perfect sense. I'm guessing we're like sitting out by a fire, kind of. Yeah, you're sitting around a fire. I've got like a little bit of scavenged food that I'm heating up. Yeah. A little well, bit of rabbit. Now, how'd you come across uh, this industry? I was born into it. My uncle was also a highway gnome. Not in these parts. I traveled here from far, a faraway land. Mm-hmm. Wanted to make my own thing. I was tired of following him, my uncle's footsteps. So I followed in his footsteps elsewhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I get it. You know, as they say, vision can only take you so far. When heart's the home, it heart's the home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As as Dorks pets her mastiff next to her who who like rolls over and like shows his belly and then she scratches his belly. Now come on and I put... your your horse comes over to you and lays down and shows his belly to you. <laughs> next to the next to the fire. <laughs> and I pet I I pet uh I <laughs> I pet Stallion. Uh, and I, and I feed, uh, I feed her a little bit of the, uh, food. Are you a carnivorous horse? Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's so bulky. <laughs> All and, right. And, uh, Mustang, Mustang? Stallion. Stallion sort of nuzzles you. Seems happy. Heck yeah. Kind of curls up and like puts his head, puts, uh, her head, his head? Her. Her head in your, uh, lap. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cute little stallion acting exactly like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I better turn in. It's going to be a fun day. As I just kind of like roll We're over. We're starting bright and early tomorrow. I roll over in my little knapsack, lay on my horse's belly and yeah. sleep. Aww. And uh, Dorks does the same, laying on her mastiff's belly in her knapsack. She goes, good night. Night. And with that, you got fall asleep and you wake up just as the sun is rising the next day. Well, well, come on. And I, I, like, wake up some of the crew. And they wake up and stand up, and they go, you ready for some action? I cock both guns, and I say, <laughs> born ready. And the, a chorus of guns being cocked is the response to that, as they all do the same and holster their weapons. And then... Dorks jumps up on her on her mastiff, takes off her hat, waves it around, and goes, "It's time for us to do what we were born to do." You let's hoot and holler. Let's get out of there. As the dogs all whoo, and your horse goes, and I make sure not to wave my hat. As <laughs> Dynamo's staring at you. Yeah, I'm waving my lasso and he's got instead. A little, he's got a little like lighter and a stick of dynamite just staring at your hat. <laughs> yeah, perfect. And he's licking his lips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we start riding. All right. So you guys split up. Uh, the four of them go over to the barricade. 
Two of them go to the valley to go take their sniper possessions. And then you, dorks, dynamo, and a fourth. <laughs> no, because that was four, six, and then just those two and me. Oh, I was assuming there was eight. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, there we go. There's, oh, there, there's Perfect. Eight. There's I love eight. it. No, this is great. Just eight. Yeah, cool. just eight. <laughs> Perfect. So we, yeah, we set As up. As Dynamo runs over and takes his position and is just staring at you in your hat. We, I kind of army crawl at the top of the canyon. And Dork's army crawls up next to you and goes, this plan here better work. We need this money. Well, you got gambling debts? What's good? I always win when I play poker. No, I... I got a better cause than that. There's a, there's an orphanage in town that needs that needs repairs and needs better food for the kids, and I'm gonna give twenty percent of what we make to that orphanage, help those kids out. Band it with a heart of gold, don't it make you weep? You know the sheriff, he he drained this town of everything it was worth. He extorted all the shop owners and said that if they didn't pay him, that he wouldn't protect them from bandits like me. Wait. Meanwhile, now wait a second. All I want to do is. <laughs> Didn't you extort them too? No, I've robbed from them. Oh yeah. To then give to businesses that I believe in. That's an important difference. I support the community. He extorted them for the for protection. <laughs> Called it taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So like, what you're picking up on is basically like, she robs whoever she wants, but she's kind of charitable. And she doesn't like that the sheriff expected to be paid to protect the town from her. (laughs) You hate to see a sheriff get the wrong idea. I know, right? It used to be a noble profession. You were a pauper and you got murdered by bad guys. (laughs) Now, sheriffs want to get paid. Sickening. That's what I'm telling you. Truly. I tell you. All those ideas, they're coming up for you. <laughs> Gonna get you one way or another, but, well, maybe we can get our money, get out early. Indeed. Well. And with that, you see a little cloud of dust on the horizon moving towards you guys. All right. I think that's our target. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> as I'm going to duck down low when I go, yeah, as my horse is going to kind of simmer down, too. Awesome. Oh, yeah, the horse, and, like, bur- buries itself down in the sand. Oh, my gosh. I just want to make sure that they don't see anything on the horizon. No, that makes perfect sense. Cool. Uh, as this, as the uh, wagon comes into view, it is not the standard, like, horse-drawn carriage that you would have expected. It's actually basically a, a big pump cart with, like, four dudes all holding on to this, the, like, the pump part of it, pumping either side of it. With these big like desert tires on it that like that revolve with as they pump and move this thing forward. It's not incredibly fast, but it is like it it looks like this cart could go over pretty much any kind of terrain. Okay. Uh there are also six guards on horseback, like following along next to this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh each of them are wearing basically knight's armor, but carrying uh rifles. And then there is also a strange device on the uh, cart that you haven't seen before, but it looks like multiple rifles all like in like a tube with that's mounted on a stand and someone is standing behind it. Hmm. Yeah. Probably. With like a little like wind up gear thing. 
Like, dorks. You ever seen anything like that? No, I haven't. We've been robbing a lot of these carts for a long time, and they were getting pretty frustrated. I heard they were going to start coming out with some new, uh, new toys, but I ain't never seen nothing like that before. Well, stick clear of that. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it looks this, mean. We got to change the plan? No, no. It's a good plan. It's a good plan. It's going to work. Right, let's stick with it. You need it to work. It'll cool. work. Okay. And as the cart enters the canyon and is approaching the uh, spot where your explosives are, are hidden, uh, you going to do anything? Well, I mean... Dynamo staring at you. Are they breaking up the way we expected? Uh, breaking up. Like all... they're going through a twelve foot wide canyon, so they're all able to fit. They're like they're they're going. Oh, they're going single file. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, yeah. that's what I'm wondering. Yes, yeah, so they're going single file. Cool. Uh, as soon as the cart gets past the the explosives, mm-hmm. I'll pick up my hat and I'll wave it. So are you trying to crush the guards that are behind the cart? Exactly. All right, you wave the hat. You wave your hat in the air. Dynamo's eyes go wide. As he goes, whoop, and he, poof, and it's just all quiet for a second. Just his little whoop, like, echoing through the canyon as all the people down below all look up and around, and all of a sudden, <laughs> and the ground shakes as these giant boulders start to fall down the side of the canyon. And let's see, there are two guards behind the wagon. So we're going to see how they roll on their perception checks. That guy rolls a three. That's not good. That guy rolled a six. These two guards behind the wagon hear the giant boom and their horses freak out <laughs> as they try to get them calmed. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they are smashed by these giant boulders that just brutally crush them. Oof. You hear the pained screams of agony from their horses as the rocks crush their giant horse bones and they're dead. The Meanwhile, on the cart, the uh, the person on the like weird gun thing, which is a machine gun, I'm just gonna start calling it that. Okay, sure. <laughs> Starts swinging it around, looking around for the source of the explosion, uh, and the people and the people who are doing the pumping start pumping extra fast. Great. So it's starting to move. It's starting to move extra fast. Yeah, it's speeding up. I'm gonna go to one knee, and uh- the four guards on horseback are are moving quicker ahead of it too. Two of them move behind it. I'm going to go to one knee. I'm going to kind of kick up my rifle into my arms. I'm going to take aim, uh, making sure to get as, keep as low to the ground. And I'm going to take a shot over that machine gun. All right. Go ahead and uh, roll the hit. Oh, that's a 22. All right. Yeah. So you are going to hit. Go ahead and roll D6. See how much damage you do. Two points. Two points of damage. Yeah. So your your round pings into them. They're pretty far away. You can't see what happened, but you know you hit them. Mm. You see some dust erupt from the person who gets hit. Well, shit, I was hoping that would take care of as, it. As they are going to now spin the machine gun around, look at you. Let's see how they, let's see how they do. That's a nine. That one doesn't hit. That's an 18. It's a machine gun. That's a 12. How could it possibly hit me from? Well as they it erupts in fire bullets start flying at you pinging into the ground causing dust to fly up uh it's does an 18 clear. hit you okay michael it's clear that i'm on top of a cliffside right yeah 
You're like probably 60 feet away from them. Including like upwards. This is a short cliffside. Uh, it's, not, it's not the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it's like a 50 foot tall cliff. That's like a 12 foot wide canyon. Is it a 15 foot tall cliff? 50. Okay. And a 12 foot wide canyon. All right. You know what? Fine. Case is done arguing. It caused bullshit a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah, of course, an 18 hits you just me. Don't li- you don't like that you can shoot them when they can't, and they can shoot you back? Well, I don't like that he can spin around like, like I'm just somehow staying on my knee. Uh, also, that I can't see 60 feet. What's that about? Casey can see 60 feet. All right, roll down. <laughs> That's a five. It's, it's almost like this is all uh, make-believe. <laughs> as you get hit with one of these bullets, as dozens of them land in the dirt around you. Okay. Pinging off the cliffside face. All right, I'm going to say that I you have get hit for five 36 hit points. points of damage because fuck this. <laughs> I'm not Christ. getting killed by one shot that <laughs> shouldn't have hit me. No, I probably have 18 points. All right, so these guys continue onwards. You going to shoot at them again? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, if they're in range, then I'm definitely going to shoot again. Yeah, you could probably get one more shot off. All right. Uh, That's a tw- 19. All right, that's going to hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Six points of damage. All right, you hit him again. As the bullet pings into them. I mean, Into who? The person who's... I assumed you shot at the, at the machine gun. Sure. Yeah, so you hit them. Okay. <laughs> How, it's, it's much harder to describe bullets hitting people than it is like sword fights. I, I mean, it grazes them, plows through them. You uh, see a rip through the skin. It's a it's a clean shot through. Uh, where at? Uh, through the hip. Through the hip. Through the hip. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So now it's time to give chase. Yeah, you're gonna are you gonna consistently like dog them or are you going to move around like wide? What are you doing? We're gonna go wide. Um, okay. as I'm pretty nervous about this machine gun. Uh and we're gonna we're gonna move kind of slow behind them because right now we need to still lure them into the valley. Totally. So we're making sure not so to So are you gonna close. join the snipers as they fire or are you going No, or... we're gonna be coming from behind. Okay, so you're not gonna be there for that part of the battle. As the snipers uh, shoot at them, yeah, I mean we can, we still have eyes on them. Okay, but yes, we're not we're not up close. All no. right. So as the as the carriage moves its way through the valley, the snipers are going to start shooting at them. Ooh, that was a seventeen plus two is nineteen, and that's a two. <laughs> so one sniper manages to shoot. Let's see if he hits. That's a four. The snipers are pretty powerful, so that's an that's eight damage as he manages to kill one of the guards that are uh, up front on the horse. So we've killed three, and there were six. There were six guards. There's also four yeah. people doing the pump cart. There's a person on the machine gun, and then there's also, like, a driver slash captain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then meanwhile... But we killed three of the guards. Yes. So the machine gunner is going to see if he can see either of them. He does not see them. They manage to stay hidden. But they continue moving onward, speeding up, trying to avoid uh, getting hit. That's a 7 from the sniper. He misses. That's a 16 plus 2. 18 from the sniper. He's going to hit. That's a 6. And... Oh, that's a 5. That's a 5. He kills another one of the guards that are on the uh, that are on the horses. Hell uh, yeah. 
there's going to be one more time where we're going to see... Oh, okay. The machine gunner finds one of them. He does not find the other one, but the machine gunner is going to shoot at one of the snipers. That's an 18. That's a 2. And that's a 6. So he hits him with 1. For 5 points of damage, that machine gunner gets hit, but he does not die. He's No, that machine gunner. The sniper gets hit, but he does not die. Okay. Uh, there's going to be one more round of shooting. The snipers are going to see if they can get them as they're like just about to leave their field of view. That's a 14 that does not hit, and that's a 13 that does not hit. Okay. So there's now two guards on horses left. Okay. Uh, but the mach- We got to get that machine gun, or otherwise we're going to be cooked. I ain't never seen li- anything like that before. That yeah. thing's deadly. If we can't funnel them, they're going to make it to town, and then this whole goose is got. If it wasn't clear, by the way, the machine gunner gets three attacks every turn. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, As the snipers, are the snipers going to come with you guys, or are you... Yeah, so the, so the point is that they're supposed to get on their mastiffs, and we're supposed to continue chasing. So the snipers get up out of their little foxholes, and they run over to their mastiffs, and they... Join you guys as you guys hurry after this carriage. Well, come on. Anybody got any bright ideas? We got to take this thing down. Well, we got to get up on the other side of it and move it into the, uh, into the punji pit. Son of a bitch. All right, but stick clear because this thing is mean and oh, it's yeah. willing to kill. Holy shit. This machine gun's going to make that part really difficult. Yeah. Fuck. That's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, damn it. Uh, Dynamo, you got anything left? <laughs> You want Dynamo to go boom again? I want Dynamo to blow that thing to kingdom come if it comes to it. Hell yeah, and he pulls out two sticks of dynamite ready to go. Son of a bitch. All right, everybody, see if we can funnel this thing. If not, ooh, I got one last idea, but nobody here is going to like it. All right, so what are you doing? Yeah! As we, I kind of swing on my stallion, I say, you two, over there, you're going to take the right. Then me, uh, dorks, dorks, and Dynamo, we're going to take the left. Uh, (laughs) Again, do not get in the way of that big gun thing. All right. Do not. So as the two snipers move off to one side and the rest of you go off to the other side, you guys approach and the... the, So the other four... The other four should be joining us too, but they're going to be coming. Basically, what they should be doing is, well, okay, I'm, we're creating an X. Everybody, think of an X in your mind. With at the center of this X, where all uh, where both lines cross, that is the point at which the funnel should collapse into the pit. Mm-hmm. So, there are us going along with the cart, shoving the cart towards the funnel. Then we have two sets of people who are coming towards the cart to also maintain it going towards because it needs to break through. Trying to basically, if you are in warfare, you want to split a person's army. So this, this like cart should also want to split the gunners. Does that make sense? I'm confused. Okay. Think about next. You got the X? Yeah, but I'm confused how that works with a punji pit because you got a giant punji pit. Yeah. Well, okay, I'd have no idea. You keep saying a punji pit. I don't know what that is. It's a big pit that people fall into with spikes at the bottom of it. Sure, but it's more, so this would be more of a straight line. Because I thought you were going to come up on the other side of them and then just like literally push them so they were going off the track into the punji pit. Well, I assume that this cart can switch directions and stuff, right? 
It can steer. Yeah, the cap, the guy who's who's yeah. like the captain. So I mean, is you don't like steering it by push it. Do you just mean like we get in the way of it so that it's forced over? Yeah, just like as you're riding up next to it, you just keep like pushing, like literally like driving into it, so that that way it gets veers off course. Exactly. Okay. That's that's what that's what we're doing. Yeah, we're forcing oh, it okay. veer off course. But the two people, the two groups that are in front of them, mm -hmm. are basically co doing cover fire to also make sure that they are not going outside of those lines. Got it. I mean, they could literally just be blocking the road so they have to turn off the road and firing like from the position on the road. Okay, sure. Does that, work? Does that work? Does yeah, that that's fine. the plan? Uh, as long as they're not just like out in the open. Yeah, they'd be behind some sort of cover. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. then they then that other pit in the road, probably not a problem. Nice. Cool. So they're they're there and then yeah, we want to shove them over. All right. So as you guys approach this thing, uh they're very focused on what's ahead of them, not behind them, so they actually don't notice you. So you get the you get the first attack. Hell yeah. Ooh, a 19. Awesome. All right. So you hit, what are you hitting? Uh I'm shooting for this gunner. Cool. 4. All right. 4 damage as your bullet Lands right into his shoulder. You hear, oof! And that's when he's going to start to spin around and look at you guys. But in the meantime, your friends are going to get some shots off, too. Okay. Uh, That's a six. That's not good. That's an eight. That's not good. So that was dorks and dynamo. Uh -huh. Now the sniper's going to go. They're, they have, like, precision snipers. So they're going to take disadvantage on these when they went, what, because they're on master pack. Okay, yeah, that doesn't hit. That one doesn't hit either. Okay. So, pew, 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 bullets flying as now the uh, gunner on the machine gun is going to go ahead and take aim. He's going to aim once at Dork. He misses. Once at you, he misses. <laughs> once at Dynamo, he misses. <laughs> so he's just spraying. <laughs> as his bullets are just pinging off the ground all around you guys. And I like to think that it, for, like, for a moment that bullet might have been on, but... Uh, I like kind of kick Stallion over to the side just a little bit. Whoo, doggy, let's keep going. <laughs> two, the two guards on the horseback are going to shoot you guys too. That's a, no one's hitting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I, as I kind of, um, I'm going to, I'm going to holler, try to get their attention as I go, it is, I'm going to take another shot. All right, go for it. 19. Damn. Damn. Is that on the machine gunner again? Yeah. Nice. Cool. Go ahead and roll for damage. Three. Three damage. Cool. Oh, this man will not. <laughs> He's definitely, he definitely seems very sturdy as you're shooting at him. Uh, you can tell that he has some sort of similar armor to what uh, Dorks was wearing earlier. Okay. Uh, so next up is going to be Dorks, who's going to go ahead and take her shot. That's a 17. She's also shooting for the gunner. That's a one. <laughs> so she she did some damage. Okay. And then next up is gonna be the two snipers. I'm fucking hit. <laughs> okay. And how close are we getting to the pit? Uh, you're you've got probably three more rounds before you reach the pit. Ah, right, well, let's pick up the pace. All right. <laughs> uh. Oh, you mean us? <laughs> no, I mean them. I'm not sure how mu how quick we're going to make it. The machine gunner is going to shoot at you. He misses Dork. Uh, he, oh, he actually hits Dork. 
He hits Dorks for three. And then he's going to shoot it at one of the snipers, and he misses. <laughs> so much missing. That's the one of the guys on horseback. The other guy. Everyone's just boom, 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 boom. And it's just it's chaos. Oh, my Lord. Bullets flying everywhere, no one being hit. <laughs> wow. It's like we're the protagonist <laughs> in a movie. This is ridiculous. All stormtroopers. All right. Well, I'm going to take another shot. Cool. Oh, no. What'd you roll? As an at one, folks. What happens to you? Oh, no. Uh, I think uh, my 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 rifle misfires, clogs. I say, shit, it's done for as I throw it off to the side. Ain't no time <laughs> to fix a gun in the middle of a war. Nope. Uh, as I pull out both of my pistols. Nice. I'm going to have to play it a little bit more risky, get a little closer. All right, you're gonna you're gonna spur your horse forward. Exactly. Yeah. So we're gonna start make we're gonna start beelining towards them. All right. Uh. So okay, that was your attack. Now Dork misses, misses, and misses. Everyone misses. <laughs> All right. So the machine gunner, you're the one getting really close now. So they're gonna go after you. Okay. Missed. Uh, and also sixteen hits. No. Misses. This machine gunner shit for a shot. I think the machine guns aren't that accurate. Yeah, it's old school. Yeah, the bullets are going really wide. Like, they're not, like, he's pointing it right at you. Like, there's a direct line between the gun barrel and your forehead, but the bullets are like 20, going like 20 feet off course. Oh, my lord. Uh, Meanwhile, ooh, so one of the guards is going to hit one of the snipers. For six, he actually knocks him off of his horse. Uh, and then the other guard misses. Okay. Uh, as I'm going to, I would have ridden up by dorks, and I, I'd be like, dorks, I'm going to need to procure me some of that little dynamite. Hand it over. You mean dynamo? Dynamo, yeah. Yeah, so dynamo, uh, he gives you a little look like, I don't want to. We're family. Come on. Unless you want to come, and he slides out a little bit of dynamite, and he hands it to you, looking all forlorn. Oh, unless you want to come with me, <gasps> and he jumps off of his mastiff and lands between, like, on the horse right in front of you, looking so happy. Dorks, we'll be back. He's got a lighter on and his dynamite ready to go. I will go boom. So my my horse, um, I I have a bit of a bond with my horse, um, and so. I uh, am able to spur it on uh, to double my movement speed for the horse. Um, for uh, I'm rolling a d6 for one round, <laughs> but that's probably enough to get me within gunshot for my pistols. Yes, uh, it is. It actually definitely is. But they're gonna take. They're gonna start shooting at you as you ride up on them. Well, I get to shoot though. You can shoot from here if you want. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, but well, yeah. you used a lot of your you used a lot of your action getting over to Dynamo, getting him onto your horse, and then now moving towards them. Yeah, all right, that's fine. All right, so they're gonna start taking shots at you with the machine gun. That's a seventeen. Uh, eighteen is my AC. Miss. Miss. <laughs> what is the <laughs> what's the plus on this thing? Two. Oh. <laughs> he gets three attacks with a plus two. <laughs> huh? 
Low rolls. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Cool. So you you ride up on them. You get pretty damn close. How close do you get? Uh, I'm probably 15. You could get to them if you want to. I'm 15 feet away uh, after that, that round. Cool. As I'm going to take... Uh, is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. I'm going to fire off... Uh, Two shots at the at the person holding the or on the machine gun. Cool. Since I'm dual dual wielding hit. now. Oh, that's yeah, that's an eleven. Uh, that does not hit. Oh, and that's a six. That does not hit either. You hate to see. God, these guns are killing us. <laughs> yeah, they it's are. Pathetic. All right, as I as I pop both off, uh, just a little bit too shaky. I'll get them on the next round. Uh, so. They're gonna fire back at you. Uh, you are one. After this round is when you will be at the punji pit. How have, have so? Actually, at this point, the guard, the people at the up ahead of you who are uncover are gonna start shooting as well. Yeah, and they've created basically a little semicircle on the road to force them to their left towards the punji pit. Yes. Uh, the machine gun rolled a one. <laughs> you rolled a nat one, which means that one bullet jams. The next bullet comes up behind it and tries to exit, but ends up exploding the gunpowder in that one. And the barrel of the machine gun just explodes, sending shrapnel in all directions, hitting the uh, the machine gunner for five points of health, sending him flying off the back of the carriage, bleeding as he hits the dirt and rolls. Oh, dear. <laughs> the machine gun is out of commission. <laughs> oh, man. Hell yeah. Woo-hoo! Uh, as uh, the people on the roadblock start shooting. Nope. Nope. Uh, that one hits. For five points of damage and hits one of the uh, guards off their horse. And that one misses. All right. As they're still going. But uh, the cap, are you guys starting to push them off the path? Well, so they would come up and it would basically create like they like need to move. Yeah. Creating like but a, they need to go what's one direction or the other. Are you forcing them in one direction? Yeah, I just said we we did a semicircle cool. the, around arcing on the right oh, got to it. force them to the left. Awesome. So yeah, they start steering to the left, the captain pulling hard on the wheel as they're pushing really fast on the uh thing. One more round until they hit the punji pit. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot like I'm still pursuing them like it's all business as usual, but I don't really want any of them getting hit at this point. So I just pop off, making sure that I boom, narrowly boom, miss. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Pop, all right. pop, 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 pop. They head forward and they hit the punji pit. They fly the tarp covering it with all the dirt immediately collapses. The horse and the guard on top of it flip into it with a like a Wilhelm scream, uh-huh. and you hear the horse just cry out in agony as its body is impaled by these spikes. Uh, the wagon flies off the edge of the pit as well. All the people on it going, as they arc through the air, <laughs> and it lands, its wheels impaled by the punji pit. As How deep is this punji pit? Uh, it's probably six feet. All right. Uh, so yeah, the wheels get impaled by the punji pit, uh, let's see how many of them manage to hold on. That guy does not. That guy does. That guy does not. That guy does not. That guy does. Yes. How many did you just roll? There are five people on this thing. Yeah. Uh, and three of them, as the cart hits the hits the punji pit with its like wheels on the spikes, and it gets caught and immediately stops. 
three of the people on board, including the captain, are all flung forward off of the wagon, smashing the spikes themselves and being impaled through the chest and dying instantly as two of the people who were doing the little pump cart thing managed to hold on and not fall off. And they are looking freaked the hell out. Sorry, you were on the uh, wrong side of the track, as I'm going to shoot them both. <laughs> All right, yeah, you murder them. No, they're <laughs> dead. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> and they both fall down dead. All right, very quickly, I'll look for the horse. Is it still alive? Uh, Yeah, it's still alive. It's bleeding out. Bam. It's dead Mercy now. kill. Mercy killed. <laughs> I'm not sure if you can say it's mercy when you set up its death. <laughs> but uh, so the uh, the cart is now in the middle of the punji pit. All it's right, impaled through the spikes. We gotta be quick. Get what we can. Let's get out of here. They're gonna notice pretty quick that this thing hasn't made it to town. All right, you guys move out into the punji pit, moving the spikes aside. You break the lock open on the back of the uh, on the back of the carriage, and you open it up seeing bags and bags of burlap sacks full of gold coins with the little, like, gold coin money symbol written on the front of them. Mm-hmm. Great. Also, uh, you're the sniper who got shot off of his master earlier, he rides up, like, nursing a wound in his shoulder and joins you guys. He's like, oh, we did it! <laughs> Hooray! It was all worth it! <laughs> As he doesn't look very good. Looks like he's probably gonna die. <laughs> huh? Medicine just wasn't what it was what back then. <laughs> yeah. Uh cool. So I imagine that we have a few like uh a few horses hidden nearby or something to carry. Yeah, some that was gold. definitely part of your plan. There's some extra mastiffs that can that can carry gold. Cool. So we I I I think we would just load up. Cool, you load up and as they as the gnomes are all moving the money out and tossing it up out of the punji pit, uh what was Dorks walks up next to you. What's your name? Uh Isla. Isla, Dorks walks up to you and goes, Isla, you came through for us. We, You really are part of this family now. And she reaches out her hand. Oh, I appreciate that. Unfortunately, I gotta ride alone. You gonna leave us? Yeah, you know. Mm. Are you gonna leave right now or later? Well, I gotta see you to somebody really quick. Uh, you know what? You know, I wasn't doing this for the gold. I was doing it to stave off the boredom of retirement. You keep the gold. You sure? I was going to give you a full 6%. (laughs) Appreciate that. I appreciate that. You're a good gnome. Thank you. You know, I will put out my hand to shake. You're a good half-orc. And 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 she shakes her hand. Your hand. I'm going to get back up on my stallion, and I'm going to head back. I'm going to go find that, uh... The machine gunner. And I'm going to look back at him and I'm going to say, hey, don't worry. There won't be nobody tell the tale of what happened here other than us. She nods at you as they continue unloading gold. And you head off and you find the machine gunner as he is dragging his way through the desert, bleeding out a trail of blood along the sand behind him. This man is dying for sure. And I, I find and, him. And his like half his face is burnt off. I say, I'm sorry it took me so long to get back to you. But, uh... You... Have you come to finish the job? Oh, yeah. You see, I got a certain principle. Never leave a good dog dying. Bam! I'm gonna shoot. You murdered <laughs> his very injured machine gunner. 
And I believe that's where we're going to end this adventure. <laughs> what a dark ending. <laughs> you just sought this guy out just to murder him. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was a Western. That was a Western. That's quite the Western. <laughs> it was a bleak Western. God, I'm so mad at how ineffective that machine gun was. It is so funny when the mechanics just do not help the story. No, it does <laughs> it's not. Like, and another miss. <laughs> and another miss. And another miss. Thanks for playing. <laughs> thanks, thanks for playing, everybody. Welcome to Guns Go Boom Boom and No Get Hit Hit. <laughs> Michael, thank you so much. That and was lovely. Thank you, Casey. Yeah, well, I appreciate I like, it. Any romp through the desert in a cowboy-inspired western is a good time for me. Yo, absolutely. Yo, it was bleak, but Yo, this was person so was not a hero. You know Isla what? was not a hero, no. but man, she was a good villain. She was a very good villain. She was fun. Yeah. Fun to play. Uh, and thank, I hope it was fun to listen to. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. We love you so much. We really do. We appreciate that you listen to this thing. We have a hell of a lot of fun, and I get the sense that if you're still listening to this, you do too, which mm -hmm. is very, very cool. And if you can, go ahead and leave us a like and a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Absolutely. Some of them don't do that, but the others do. Also, go check out At City of Town D&D. &D. What's that? That's At City of Town D&D. &D. Oh, one more time? At City of Town D&D. &D. Oh, at City of Town D&D. &D. At City of Town D&D. &D. Uh, I got it now. On, On Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> we put out memes. We put out uh, videos. We put out all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah, we're going to be doing some fun things on there coming up, so make sure that you are subscribed. Absolutely. We also have a YouTube channel if that's where you want to get your podcasts. You know, we're... It's just a cool place to go get your podcast. So we've heard from a few of you guys that that's where you like to listen to podcasts. So we put it out there. Mm -hmm. Enjoy. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, thank you, as always, to Ryan Riveros. Thank for you, Ryan. Editing this podcast. For editing. Thank you to Catherine Cooljin for making the amazing artwork that you see every time you click to watch this podcast. Thank you, Catherine. And seriously, thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.